1: Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast, and Very Bold is exactly the right word to describe our guest today, uh, Dave Eubank, and the book that we're going to talk about is Do This for Love, Free Burma Rangers in the Battle of Mosul by David Eubank, and I want to say first of all, and then I want to talk about what a great warrior for Jesus Christ, Dave Eubank is, but I want to welcome him to the show. Uh, Dave, how are you doing today?
0: Very good, and thanking God and honored to be part of
1: this. Well, thank you uh, so much, man. We are honored and humbled that you are on the show with us. So um, I appreciate that. And I I do remember I want to let people know also, and I cannot wait to read this book. I just got it. So I haven't had a chance to read it. But I watched the uh, Free Burma Rangers movie documentary, incredible movie. And I did. Uh, I pulled some quotes from it And I just want to start off with a quote, and then uh, we can catch up and we can talk about uh, what God is doing through this book and in your ministry around the world. But this is the quote that you said in the movie. I hope it's in the book too, Dave. Just go. Go to the sound of guns. Go to the sound of need. Trust God to show how you can be useful. Man, that's powerful.
0: That's what I want to do.
1: (laughs) That is what you do. That is what you do. Can you tell our listeners that may not know about uh, your ministry or about this movie that they need to watch or have their church watch or their church youth group watch um, or this book, Do This For Love? Can you give us a little background about Free Burma Rangers?
0: Well, the first thing I want to, you know, as a journalist, we were in Burma. I was with some of the ethnic leaders in a village in Burma, a uh, 4 days walk-in, and a journalist asked one of the ethnic leaders, the Karen leaders, and, and I'm very close to this leader, Yes. What, what do you think of the Free Burma Rangers? And I'm very close to this guy, so I'm thinking, oh, I'm about to be embarrassed by all the nice things he's going to say about us. And the ethnic leader said this, Yeah. Free Burma Rangers, if they follow God, they're good. If they don't follow God, they're bad. Wow. And I thought, that's exactly right. Whatever we did good yesterday doesn't mean we're going to do what God wants today. Yeah. Every day, wow. is, Lord Jesus, what do I do? What do I do? All that you've given me, I give back to you. Please show me how to use it. I won't hide it under a rock out of fear. Yeah. I won't say it's greater than it is out of pride. I won't try to rest on what Sam gave me yesterday out of comfort. I don't want to be led by comfort fear, or pride. I want to be led by the opportunities, Lord, you have. Yeah. And walking in the mercy you've given me for forgiveness of my sins daily. Mm. And so the Freedom Arrangers is a relief organization working in Burma for the past 23 plus years. Yeah. To give people help, and that's mostly medical and material um, help when they've been attacked to give them hope, reminding them God and people care for them, to give them love, even when we're out of medicine, out of food, saying, I'm going to stand with you. Yeah. And we've done that for 23-plus years in Burma. We have 100 relief teams now. They're very small, five men and women teams. Wow. um, In every conflict area of Burma among 13 ethnic groups. And about five years ago, a friend of mine named Victor Marks, who has a wonderful ministry of his own, All Things Possible, Mm. said, Dave, Go to Iraq, go to Kurdistan and help the Kurds. Your mm. group doesn't have any safety rules. And they're getting hammered. Go help them. Yeah. And he facilitated our first trip in January, February 2015 into the Middle East. And then we've been there since. So we have now a team in Iraq with the Kurds, mm-hmm. a team in Syria, and we have 100 plus teams in Burma. And we go in between Burma, Iraq, and Syria, and we've also been to Sudan. And the purpose is the same. Help the people, get the news out. Help the people, get the news out. Mm-hmm. I'm a follower of Jesus because he keeps changing my life for the better. Yeah. He saved me. And most of our leadership are followers of Jesus, but we're not exclusive to that. Mm-hmm. Anybody who will come in the name of love can join us. So we have Muslims. We have atheists. There's an atheist Marine who twice saved my life in the Battle of Mosul.
1: Is that and right? he still
0: doesn't follow Jesus. But he said, Dave, I don't believe in God, but... I know you do, and I'll follow you. Wow! And in one big shooting, where my where a Rocky friend next to me was shot six times, I mm. came around the corner. They were seven yards away, and they closed within four and a half yards. You can just taste that out. It's very close. Wow! And opened up before we knew they were there. Shot my friend six times. Shot me. I just said, "God help me!" And I began to fight back, and I, I was able to stop those three guys. But there's more. Yeah. And I'm yelling for help because I still having to keep back the more ISIS that are around the corner, but the Iraqi soldier at my feet, he's laying on his back, shot six times, three in the chest, saying, David, do Dawud, they call me do he's David
1: yeah. in Arabic,
0: do do don't leave me. And I'm saying, I can't get you off the street till I stop ISIS. And I'm standing there going back and forth with ISIS and shooting. Wow. Yeah. And I'm yelling, help me, somebody help me. And in a blown-up vehicle, as more of them around a the corner yelling for help. Yeah. And out, around the, out from safety comes a young Marine who's an ex-Marine. He was wounded four times in the Battle of Fallujah before. Mm. And he's now out of the military, wanting to find a purpose for his life. He joined us, and he said, I'm not a believer. I'm an atheist. Can I still join you? I said, if you're doing it for love, you can. And he came out and, and saved me and helped me save Lieutenant Hussein, Wow. who lived through this. And became a follower of Jesus afterwards. Amazing story. What? But I said, yeah, the, the, the guy who was shot six times, lived. you can see his heart. I could send you a picture of it.
1: Yeah, dude. Three
0: holes in his chest from an AK, two in his arm, one in his leg. And anyways, Justin helped me get off the street. Another guy named Zhao, Zhao Sang, one of my guys from Burma, yeah. who was just killed in Syria. Um, this is, this is who you
1: were talking about but, off air? That was yep, just killed? Was. Oh, Thank my God.
0: gosh. Wow. And I said, Justin, you know God, because God is love, and greater love has no man than this than he laid down his life for his friends. Yeah. And so whoever's listening out there, you, I'm sure, will have friends who aren't following Jesus or don't even believe in it. Keep loving them and praying for them and every act of love they do. Realize, whether they admit it or not, and maybe you don't even have to tell them, because only say stuff God tells you to say. Yeah. That's That's God in and through them. And I said, Justin... You know God. You just don't want to call him by name. (laughs) But it's love, man, and you risked your life. It happened twice. Wow. came out under heavy fire and helped me get out. So his name is Justin. Yeah. And one of my heroes. And on our team still. So we have atheists, not many. We have two atheists in the entire organization of about 500 people. Yeah. We've got five or six Muslims. We've got about 50 Buddhists. We've probably got about 50 animists or spirit worshippers. We've probably got about 50 agnostics I don't knows and the rest are believers wow. but we have this rules you have to do this for love yeah because we're not paying the teams and you can't run if people can't run doesn't matter how many of the enemy are important you think you are you cannot leave anyone in the field of battle and then the third is yeah'll be all to read and write in any language because yeah. you can't do good medicine and one of our jobs is putting a light on you can't tell a story without being literate right you don't have to be very literate but that, that's the standard. Yeah. So you can be a man or woman, you can have no faith, and you, if you do this for love, you can join us. And most people who stay with us meet Jesus their own way, right? and they become followers of Jesus. And, so, and our leadership is that way.
1: That's so, incredible, yeah. Anyways,
0: we're a humanitarian group working in conflict areas, not, not a big group, maybe 500 of us total, spread out all over Burma and with small teams in Iraq and Syria, doing what people ask us to do to help. And trying to be Jesus ambassadors wherever we go.
1: That is so awesome. That is amazing. I love. I mean, if you were exclusive, you wouldn't be reaching those people within that are being reached for Jesus Christ. I mean, if you said, no, you can't do that, they're getting to see firsthand up close if your faith is real or not. And I know from this movie, and I know people will know from this book, man, your faith is real. Uh, if God tells you to go, Dave, you go. And, uh, man, I just love that obedience. Can you tell us a little bit? I know off air you just mentioned that, and if you don't want to talk about it right now, that's that's totally fine. But you mentioned that your daughter had written this song for um, your friend and partner who just died in Syria. This is brand new news to me. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Or is that something for another time?
0: No, I I can tell you about it. I'm walking towards, I don't know if my daughter's still in this house. I wanted the lyrics, to read you the lyrics. Oh, I'd love that. If I don't, I'll just tell you the story. Yeah. And I can't see them. Anyway, um, Zhao Sang is an ethnic Kachin from northern Burma. He was a soldier in the Kachin resistance, okay. and then he joined the Free Burma Rangers. Uh, his father had fought alongside the... Um, his father was a young man who helped the Americans in World War II, and his grandfather fought the Americans as part of what was called the Kachin Rangers in World War II. Okay. When they fought the Japanese. And... But he joined Freebum Rangers, and he's this very funny um, guy. Yeah. And he's the kind of guy that would say, yes, sir, I'll do it right away. Great idea, sir. Meaning, <laughs> I will do it, but that's the stupidest idea that anyone ever had. And he was always laughing, and he was very brave, and he was my shadow. Mm. And he was in the Battle of Mosul with me, and if you saw the video, he filmed a lot of that tank scene, running behind the oh, tank.
1: Oh, the tank When we went scene. through
0: the Pepsi factory, that's his footage.
1: Okay. I mean,
0: that amazing was Wow!
1: Yeah, yes. And
0: in the, in, in the Battle of Bagus, which was the last stronghold of ISIS in 2019, when ISIS lost their last physical toll hold in the corner of Syria and Iraq on the Euphrates, he was there. He was wounded there. Mm. And when he was wounded... We were still in the middle of action, and we're treating seven other people who are had been hit hard. And he's running around filming and treating wounded in between.
1: Oh my god! And I see
0: the wound in his leg, and I and after about an hour, he hasn't treated it at all. A big hole in his leg. I said, "Sal, how's your leg?" He goes, "A bit spicy, sir." <laughs> and you would love this guy, right? Anyways, he raised my kids because my kids have been with us on all the missions since they're born. We go everywhere together as a family. Wow, and. One blessing of that has been they're raised by aunts and uncles from different races and tribes all over the world from Sudan to Iraq to Syria to Burma these are their people yeah and, you know my children are my children are white I'm my wife and I are white Caucasian. yeah but they've been raised by brown people and black people and and so like when they watch one of these rocky movies when a black guy and the white guy's fighting they always go for the black guy. <laughs> Because that's their—that's their uncle. That's, I mean, that's great. who They identify with. I mean, they—they they know they're white.
1: Right. And, right. And
0: they, and they're glad they are who God made them. Right. But they've been raised by people from different colors and languages, wow. and who love them. And so, Zhao, this Kachin Asian man from the mountains of northern Burma, helped raise my kids. Yeah. And he's the an uncle to them. Well, ISIS was. Was defeated territorially. They're still around in, in pockets and killing people, but they lost their ability to project power and hold any ground okay. by March 2019. And we thought, okay, that's over. I mean, you know, it's not completely over, but there's right. no huge threat. But our government broke a promise to the Kurds in October 2019. We said, you're our partners in this fight against ISIS. Thousand Kurds, which is what they lost. Americans had lost up to that point four. That's okay. Americans provide the air and the muscle, and the Kurds do the fighting, and we got rid of ISIS. Yeah, or not got rid of them, but defeated them. Right. But the Turks say, no, 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 we don't like this. the Kurds having this kind of power. Mm. We're going to smack them. And they said, no, you're not. And the Kurds, um, thank you. And the Turks said, we don't like that. So the Americans told the Kurds, listen, you Kurds, back off your own border of Syria and Turkey, and we'll be the buffer. And the Kurds said, no, 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 because one day you'll leave. And then we backed off and lost all our defensive positions. The, Kur- the Turks will just slaughter us. Wow. And the Americans said, no, 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 you can trust us. Oh, boy. Take down your defenses. You can read this is public news. This is official policy statements from the president and the Department of Defense. Okay. You can look back at my 2019. Okay. And in fact, that's why General Mattis resigned. Because General oh. Mattis said, don't abandon and betray the Kurds. It's immoral and it's not strategically sound because the Kurds are also keeping the Russians, the Iranians, and the Syrian army out as long as we stay with them, besides keeping ISIS down. So the Americans make a deal with the Turks. We will have the Kurds pull back, dismantle all their defenses along the Syrian-Turk border, and the Americans are in between and make sure the Kurds don't cause a problem with you Turks. And that was the agreement. So the, the Kurds reluctantly dismantled their defenses, bulldozed their trenches, pulled their heavy weapons out. On October the 9th at midnight, 2019, the Americans pulled out in a secret deal. Mm. And suddenly, like four in the afternoon, the Turks invaded. And the Americans stayed on the south of the M4 highway and, and held the oil fields, And that became a sanctuary. But we betrayed. There's no other way to say it. We lied to and betrayed wow. the Turks. And the Turks invaded. And we responded like, oh, my gosh. We were scared. We're gonna, Now ISIS is resurgent, the Russians came right in, the Iranians got stronger, the Syrian army came in, the Turks are there, and they're using a proxy force called the Free Syrian Army, many of whom are ex-ISIS, mm. against, uh, against our friends. And who are we as the Freedom Rangers? I have seven armored vehicles, 15 volunteers, my family's coming in, or maybe 20 people, yeah. and we're trying to feed the over 200,000 people who fled the Turks and fled, whoever, many of whom were killed.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: To feed them shelter them, help them, and treat the wounded. It was a total disaster, oh unnecessary my. disaster. Yeah, and we're in the middle of that, and in the middle of that fighting, treating wounded. Uh, the church were using the drones against us, and in one, the day that Zhao died, they killed oh. three girls who were videotaping the attack. Three young Kurdish girls. They killed seven other fighters, and. Many wounded, many more. And then, and then one rocket hit behind our vehicle, our ambulance, oh my and killed Val. I mean, they targeted ambulances. There was least really six ambulances destroyed while we were there. Many Kurdish medics, including women, unarmed, killed by the Turkish forces. Absolute war crime. Wow. And we were there. And Val died right next to me. And one of my guys was hit 30-plus times with shrapnel. His name is Mohammed. You saw him in the movie. Yeah. He's the guy who said, oh, the people from Burma, they help us is very big. Yes. He was hit 34 30?
1: times. 30? Oh, my gosh.
0: I wasn't hit. I was shielded by being on the— on, I, was, I just stepped inside the vehicle to check a video that Zhao had made the day before in a rescue we'd done under tank fire. And I was just checking it and interfacing it. We switched positions. He was. He's inside working on the video. I'm outside. We switched, and that thing hit. Bang. Killed wow. Zhao. And this fragment went through a temple— and exited behind his ear, so instantly dead. Another oh. fragment cored out his neck, so that'd be, like, dead in seconds. Right. And a huge fragment the size of a softball went through his back.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Another one of my medics named Jason Trolano, a new believer that we had baptized in 2018 in the Tigris River, uh, an ex-Ranger medic who was with us was hit in the rear end, but he's okay. mm so I look down. I see Zal. This is October. This is November the third, two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. I see Zal with a hole through his head, a huge hole through his neck, and a hole through his back. He's dead. I know that, but he's like my brother. Right. So I just said, "Jesus, please heal him." And my eyes were drawn up. And I've ne- I've seen a lot of dead people. I was wounded four times in Mosul. Yeah. I've seen a lot of dead people. I've never seen what I saw now. I re- my eyes were drawn up like involuntarily, like something was yeah. up there. And I looked up. And I saw Zhao's face in heaven. I saw Whoa. I did not see heaven. I saw Zhao's face there. Whoa. And he looked at me with his big smile, that kind of wise guy smile. Yeah. And then he turned his head and laughed. And what? It wasn't comforting.
1: Oh. it
0: was reality. Oh. And I thought, Wow, you go to heaven that fast. Oh. And he was he was content. The look on his face was like, I love y'all. It's so much better up here. And it's going to be okay down there. Nothing that happens down there is going to find a word, no matter what happens. Yeah. I just had that feeling. And you're okay, and I love you, and you'll I'll see you up here. Don't worry about me. It's all good. Wow. And all in an instant, an instant. And I, I was like, oh, well, God, thank you for showing me that. But you said we could ask for anything. Please send him back. And so – I, for the next we, we, we have been pushed back by the Turkish and, and the ISIS forces now. I call them ISIS because many of
1: them are mm. Mm. the
0: Free Syrian Army. They're pro- the Turkish proxies. Okay. We got pushed back by them. So now we're only four kilometers, two miles from the hospital. So that's where the front line is, yeah. right in front of the hospital. Wow. So it only takes us a few minutes to get Zal back. We walk on him for an hour and a half, electric shocks to his chest. Um, oxygen, everything you do in the hospital to bring this guy back. He's flatlined the whole way. Yeah. After an hour and a half, Dr. Hussein, a Kurdish doctor, and I said, you know he's dead when we brought him in, don't you? And he said, yes, we knew. But he was our son. He came from Burma, gave his life. When other people betrayed us and ran, Whoa. he came from a country of war in the name of love to help us, and he died like our son. So we were not going to stop working on him until he wanted to. Wow. We all start trying. But that's not in the book. That's what happens after the book.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> Zhao is in the book. You'll read about Zhao, right. and he's alive in the book. Right. And that's just, and so my, my as Zhao was young, and when Zhao was younger and unmarried, he's a very thin, wiry guy. Yeah. When he got married, he gained about 20 pounds.
1: Yeah. And
0: um, when we were working in Iraq, Syria, it's not the same as walking in Burma. You're walking all the time in Burma. But in Syria, we're mechanized, and so he does not lose his twenty pounds, even though he's a supreme athlete. He could still run, you know, six minute mile with his extra twenty pounds of fat. Wow! <laughs> but he's just one of those super athletes. Yeah. But I would just tease him, and I always introduce him as "Here's Al Fat Man," and he would go, "No, sir, I am Handsome Hero Fat Man," and, and introduce himself as, "I am the Handsome Hero Fat Man." And so my daughter wrote a song in honor of him, which is, I'll I'll send you the lyrics. It's so beautiful.
1: Please do. The
0: the the chorus says something like, it's not my plan. It's all in God's hands. I'm just trying to follow him. I'm the handsome hero, Fat Man. No. And it is amazing song. I mean, there's a line there where she goes, as I screamed, why, oh, why? Mm. Why? Take someone so dearly from my life, me still alive, so undeserving. Questions unanswered, I just have to ask why. It's all in God's hands. It's all God's plan, and it's in a beautiful. I cry every time she sings it. It's no a kidding. Song. Yeah. Anyway, she just wrote it from her heart, and she cries every time she sings it. But that's what she was singing right before I called her um, on the yeah. show. And we're in Colorado right now, heading to put the girls into Texas A&M University
1: All right, um,
0: on Monday. Okay. And praying that, that sports will be open because they want to be on the rodeo team, and they're really good horsewomen, on the rodeo team and the polo team and teams they can get on. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. And one thing, you know, I, I got back in the United States and prayed to God, what do I do here? What do I say? And I yeah. felt God reminded me. God is bigger than everything. Number one, God is bigger than everything, and Jesus is the answer to all problems. Love it. He praises him. Keep
1: praising him. Yes, yes.
0: And praise brings us out of the morass and out of Satan's grip mm. into his. Number two, take the log out of your own eye before you take the speck out of the other. It doesn't say... Don't bother with someone else. effect. No, we need to help people. Yeah. Look, have Jesus shine the light in our own hearts first before we take a step to try to help someone else. And, then, and that puts you then, you, when every time I do that, I'm humbled right away because I start seeing all my sins. And yeah. it really changes how I'm going to do something else. And then the uh, last one was only do and say what Jesus has you do and say. Mm. So God mm. is bigger than everything. Jesus is the answer to all problems ask forgiveness first and clean yourself before you try to help others and only do and say what Jesus has you do and say.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's great. And,
0: and then we, we got back to the States and we like to climb. So we're climbing a mountain called Mount Shuksan in the North Cascades. Okay. It's a glaciated peak where it, was, it took us um, three days because we had two days of storms. We just, and usually it's a two day climb on a glacier, but it was just wow. total whiteout. I couldn't even see my daughter roped up behind me. Just wow. so we, just kind of fought our way up this mountain. But when we got to the summit, if the weather broke, it was clear, and we got beautiful photos, and the way down was beautiful. And one of my team members who had climbed with me, John Moore, he actually runs our website for Freedom Rangers. Yeah, He told me later, he said, Dave, God gave me, when he came down, he said God gave him these words, which he had not remembered hearing. Do not fear what this people fears. Mm. Do not call it a conspiracy. Do not dread what they dread. Go on. God is with you. Mm. And then he said, so I looked up the citation, and it's from Isaiah eight twelve. 12. Wow. And the citation reads, do not fear what this people fears. Do not call out a conspiracy. Do not dread what they dread. So what it meant to me was don't get bogged down. You, we are of the world. We're in the middle of it. We're to love people. But you don't need to be afraid of what they're afraid of. You don't need to attack them either. You just need to keep moving in the way God has you move. Mm. And don't overthink it just obey him, he will tell you what, if any, battles to fight. Yeah. And so that's what I wanted to share.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that's powerful. So that's that's what you're trying to do.
0: Yes. Whether it's in America or Iraq or Syria. Yeah. Wherever he has us, the real enemy is Satan. Right. He wants to destroy all of us. And whether you're Republican or Democrat, yeah. what Satan would like to do is have us just kill each other.
1: Right. And if
0: we're We're too civil to kill each other, just settle for hate each other. Yeah. But that is not of God. Right. And God wants us, we don't have to respect people's decisions, and we shouldn't pretend we do, but we have to respect people, everyone, Mm. Mm. because they belong to God. And so we don't trifle with people. We are so on and respect to all. And if we disagree, we'll pray about it first, Mm. and then if God tells you to say it, then you say it. Yeah. And you say it in love, and you don't back off. And you'll feel God's power with you. Right. That's why you don't have to back off because, you know, this is not pride. This is not anger talking. This is what God told me to say.
1: That's good. You can take it or leave it. That's good.
0: I'm, I'm moving now. I'm doing the next thing.
1: Right. Oh, that's good, Dave. Um, you have probably – and I'm going to let you go in just a minute here. If you, if you can hang on with us a few more minutes. Uh, I'm just being a little bit selfish, but – you have probably seen uh in these war torn countries as you are i mean under fire taking fire and rescuing lives and again the the movie and i can't wait to read the book because the movie the footage is incredible of going in and saving you know a woman who is out in the middle uh, exposed to where you can't go and get her, it's incredible. I can't even you know tell the story and going over the Pepsi cans like you talked about and saving that little that little girl. It's just incredible. Um, I feel like I'm guessing you have seen more of Satan's um, darkness than most of us here in America have.
0: Well, the visible darkness I've seen a lot of. Yeah, um, dead and dying and shot kids and. You know, we we made friends with ISIS kids. I mean, this one little girl, Yeah. her whole, she was hit by an airstrike and broke her back and then chopped her buttocks off and took her muscles and hamstrings out. Wow. And all that's there is a flat, like a butcher and I, a butcher just cut off all that flesh that flayed her. Yeah. She Couldn't even lay on her back. She's paralyzed in her stomach. The war's over. Her dad's dead. Who was ISIS? Oh, yeah, he's ISIS. He's dead. She's 13 years old. What choice did she have? Right. And we've become friends with her and love her yeah. and are helping her. And she's now healed enough to be in a wheelchair, which is amazing. Sweet yeah. little girl. So, yeah, we see evil, whether it's the kind trying to kill us or the kind of killing kids or just putting out the fatwa to kill all children and women um, mm. rather than let them be liberated. Wow. I mean, evil. Yeah. But I think the greater evil is really is Satan. And yeah. it's sin in our own lives. Mm. And the lat line is, goes through our hearts. And so it's all around us here. It's in America, too. Mm-hmm. It looks different. Mm-hmm. But um, one reason it looks different, I believe, is the strength of the church in America. There are so many believers and Christians in America that even though we are hypocrites, even though we do <laughs> fail, yes. even though we sin, we still gather together and say, yes, we need God's help. We call on His name. And because of that... It isn't total insanity, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of evil here, but the church has a role with Jesus' power to push it back and stand against it, mm-hmm. and that's that's my hope. My hope for America is Jesus, and the most powerful agent he's got is his church, or churches all across the country. Mm-hmm. And radio shows like yours, and TV shows, and you know, programs like yours that boldly remind people who... Who is the way of salvation? Who is the way mm-hmm. that saves our soul? Who is the one that gives my life meaning? Who is the one that sets me free from my sins? Who is the one that helps me endure a great sorrow? Yeah, It's Jesus who was sent by God, his Father, to be with us on this earth. And the Holy Spirit, he's with us always.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that is so powerful. And I just cannot tell our audience and our viewers, our listeners right now, I mean, the images. I can't wait to read this book. The book is Do This for Love watch the movie as well because I've got the image of you um you know praying with the uh the general the Iraqi general and getting down on your knees in obedience to God I've got these all these quotes from the movie like I said I hope they're in the book I mean uh, at one point I, you I s-
0: think they, they should be good. something more in the book than the movie
1: yeah I can I, I know that's the great part because in a movie you got to edit down you got to cut out things right. so I can't wait to see but I remember one last thing and then you can Close with your thoughts after this, but you said this in the movie, uh, and this is right before an incredible dramatic rescue that I want you to read about and I want you to watch as well, Uh, Dave Eubank said. And then I thought, well, God is the God that parted the Red Sea or he's not, and he's the one that brought the walls of Jericho down or he's not. In Jesus' name, Satan and demons back off, and then you just, you just went for it. And that's just powerful. I just feel chills just saying those words right now. Uh, any just closing thoughts off of that for us, Dave? This is uh, incredible, and I want people to know all about your book and your movie and your life and how you're chasing and following God.
0: Well, thank you for, thank you for talking about the book, Do This for Love, Three Boom Rangers and the Battle of Mosul. It's a true story. Yeah. I don't know how good it is, but it's true.
1: <laughs> it's, and, I can tell you right now, it's incredible. The story is well, one of the most incredible it, stories ever. So,
0: It's a story we wanted to share to give thanks to God and to give thanks to people and to shine a light on what we see happening and from our perspective and, and how God uses all of us if we're willing to be used, not based on our talent or our, mm. our, our righteousness, but based mm. on our willingness mm. to say, God, I need you. Mm. Use me. And, you know, you, you've quoted that quote um, where we're, we're going through a place that looked impossible with ISIS around us. And I think in life, all of us face situations that it's too big for us. There's mm-hmm. no way you can do this. And then when you say, Lord, what do I do? And sometimes I hear or I feel, use my name. Okay, in yeah. Jesus' name, stop, you yeah. stop, this go, whatever. Mm-hmm. As you go forward, it's still not enough. And you know it's not enough. You're just doing the best you can do, and then God does something bigger than you. Yeah. And that's his guarantee. Mm. When, when God says do something, he doesn't fire and forget. He goes with you. Yeah. And so when you are doing what he wants you to do, you're going to feel his power during, or at least afterwards. You go, man, how'd that happen? Yeah. I just took those steps. He's with you because he wants those things to happen. When Jesus told the disciples how to pray, one part of the prayer is, thy kingdom come, thy will be mm. done on earth as is in heaven. If he tells us to pray that way, he means he means it. Yeah. And so it's not contingent on our faith. It's not contingent on our righteousness. It's yeah. contingent on our desire to obey him and say, Lord, I am a sinner. Forgive me. Use me. Lord, my faith is so weak. Help. I'll do whatever you ask me to do. Yeah. And then he shows you. And then you go and he's with you. He's not watching from afar. Right. He's with you. And then sometimes, maybe all the time, in front of you, pushing things out of the way that you can't see. So I thank God that he's made us not just physical, um, tactile, um, loving, touching, thinking, yeah. sensing beings, but he's made us spiritual. Yeah. And that, you know, our body's going to lead this world. doesn't matter what we do and try to protect ourselves. You're going to die one day. Right. I hope, you know, my dad's 91, my mom's 88. I'd love to be that old. Right. But one day they're going to go. And even everyone that Jesus healed and brought back to life on his ministry, they all died. Right. right. So we don't need to be afraid of that. And our spirits, even though our bodies will deteriorate. That's just what happens. Our spirits, we have the option. They can get stronger. Right. And, because, and that's kind of a clue of what's eternal and what's not. And when I saw Zal's face, I thought, oh, I can see his face there.
1: Seriously. Yeah. So
0: my, my closing is, Lord Jesus, thanks for this program please bless the entire team. Bless this book. Yes. Help people get it who are supposed to get it, and those that don't need it don't need to get it. <laughs> but may it be for your glory and everyone's good and our joy.
1: In Jesus' name. Oh, man, Amen. in Jesus' name. You just go ahead and get this book. Do this for love. Um, it's incredible. And I, I just want to say one last thing. I really am going to let you go. I know you've got another interview in the 10 minutes, but... Um, your your daughter's song, and I, I am going to track you down because I want those lyrics, but I am just reminded of the Psalms in the Bible when David just poured out his heart, and it was just so real and just raw, and that's like your your daughter's words of lament and mourning and hope and everything is just incredible. I just love the power of that real and raw and just authentic uh song. So I really hope to get a hold of at least the lyrics. And uh what a blessing that is, Dave.
0: I will how do I send that to you?
1: Um I will uh can I can I just text you off air and uh yes. okay. Yes. All right, I
0: text uh, me and I I will text you the lyrics and I'll have my daughter cuz she's smarter send the song somehow.
1: I would I'll love that. It. I please have her do that. Please have her do that. All right, uh, da- that's Dave Eubank, uh, David Eubank, and that is the book, Do This for Love Free Burma Rangers in the Battle of Mosul. Incredible story. You are going to be blessed by it. Um, you might be thinking about somebody who needs this book. If you watch the movie, you're going to want the book. If you read the book, you're going to want to watch the movie, and uh, you're going to want to be on Dave Eubank, Eubank's team and his family. And the movie captures that. I'm sure the book does as well, just that. This is a family thing, and it's incredible. And uh, we are just, I'm truly blessed and honored and humbled that you would be with us today. So God bless you, Dave, and uh, God bless your family as well.
0: You too, my brother, and I hope we meet. I do too. In Jesus' name.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Dave. Appreciate you. You're awesome. Thanks for doing Uh, what you can't do,
0: man. I'm so (laughs) glad you got this this duty from God.
1: <laughs> Thank you for doing what we can't do, and I'm praying that God is sending more people. And uh, man, God, that, that just reminds me. I love, well, last thing, Dave, you said this, so I'll say yes to God. This is a direct quote from the movie, and I want to say no to the swamp of sin on one side that gets me bogged down, and no to the swamp of good things to do, Christian things to do that God didn't ask me to do. That will also bog me down, and I want to say yes to that, line that God has so much wisdom and that's just from the movie. So I cannot read this. It is just powerful. God bless you. And uh, I'll be texting you off air in just a minute. Thanks, Dave. And you'll be on that other interview. So God bless you.
0: Thank you, sir. (laughs) All right. right, Take
1: care. Wow. Woo. Wow. That's man. That's incredible. Golly. All right. uh, When I um, get those lyrics, I will try to share some of those with you next Thursday on very bold radio and podcast. And, uh, man, that is just, just amazing. But I do love that. That last quote I just pulled, um, because Dave, David Eubank is supposed to do this, this, and this, and what you're supposed to do. Some of you watching may be like, man, I want to do that. I want to be on the front lines of, of helping people, whether it's helping refugees, whether it's helping a war torn country or, many of the refugees that are coming to America my sister it works with refugees in Colorado and uh, she's doing incredible things. Um, You know, we thought she might be a missionary someday. Well, God brought the mission field to her, and there may be refugees in your city or your town that you're supposed to love. And I just, I wanted my sister to come on the show sometime to talk about what she is doing and how she's loving people and that mission field that comes to your doorstep. But it doesn't come to your doorstep. It's down the street. And if you look the other way, you're gonna miss it. But if you open your eyes, God might show you, yeah, the mission field, is right here, and maybe it's not refugees, maybe it is a neighbor, maybe it is a family friend, maybe it's somebody else. But I know that God has something for you to do that, yes, even David Eubank can't do, and I certainly can't do, but God calls you and equips you to do it. So I encourage you, I challenge you to ask him today, okay, God, I don't have to have the answer today, but you're calling me to do something that's bigger than me, that's bigger than who you are, who you think you are, but God is so big and so mighty that he's calling you to do it, and it doesn't necessarily mean going across the world. It's just whatever God shows you on your heart today and through your spirit speaks to you. He wants to do something significant. So I encourage you to listen and say, Jesus, here am I. Send me. Going back to Isaiah, here am I. Send me. What do you want me to do? Put me in coach. I'm ready. All right, man. I am encouraged and inspired and blessed. I hope you are If you are, I want you to send me an email, steve at verybold.com. We love bringing difference makers like Dave Eubank and William Galloway and Rocco Grimaldi and Jordan Bennington. We love bringing you difference makers that I hope bless and inspire and encourage you. But I would like to hear from you to know, yes, I am encouraged. Email me steve at verybold.com. And I will close with this very bold ministries, the name of very bold. It was so cool. I will say this in the movie, one of David's daughters says, talks directly about her dad being very bold. And I was like, yes, and that's what we are. And Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can also be very bold. Whatever that looks like, when God calls you to do something, you're going to be very bold too. But that comes from Paul, the apostle Paul, who was very bold answering God's call. And he says in 2 Corinthians 3.12 this, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold.
0: Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal. Bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.